This episode of In the Word on the Go is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB strives to be both accurate and readable, with the goal of more people reading the Bible every day. I like it because whether you've grown up around the Bible or not, you can use it for deep study or for daily reading. To learn more, visit csbible.com. This is In the Word on the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word on the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today, I'm happy to welcome back Nancy Guthrie. Nancy teaches Bible at her home church in Franklin, Tennessee, as well as at conferences around the world. She's a best-selling author of many books, including the Seeing Jesus in the Old Testament series. Nancy's latest book, Even Better Than Eden, is a biblical theology which helps you understand how the Bible's story changes everything about your story. She also has a podcast of her own called Help Me Teach the Bible. Nancy, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks so much, Champ. Happy to be with you. Thank you so much. So what verse do you have in mind that's meant a lot to you that you'd like to share today? Mm, I love Genesis 50, 20. And here's how it reads. It says, as for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Wow, what a fascinating verse. So I want to read it again because it may not be familiar to all our listeners. But before I do that, what do we need to know about this verse by way of its context or its background? Well, that's very important. These words are being spoken by Joseph. Hmm. Now, you remember the story of Joseph, how he was born uh, to Jacob And he has all of these brothers who really resent him Hmm. because Joseph, you remember how he had those those dreams and he dreamed that the day was going to come when his brothers were going to bow down to him. And of course, they didn't appreciate that at all. And so they became murderously uh, resentful toward him. And Hmm. remember, he he goes out to take them some food because they're out taking care of the flocks. And what do they do? They decide they're going to kill him and they throw him in a pit. They, they have mercy on him, but they end up selling him off. So here is the pampered Joseph, and he gets sold off to be a slave in Egypt. But of course, there in Egypt, um, he has this woman who lies about him, and he ends up in prison. Hmm. And you know, champ, it doesn't get much worse than to be a Hebrew slave in an Egyptian prison. But what happens is he is able to interpret dreams. God has given him this ability. And we see, in the, it, it's amazing what happens. In, in one day, he goes from being in the pit of prison, but be, because he is able to interpret the Pharaoh's dreams, he is raised to the right hand of Pharaoh. It's an amazing story. Hmm. And it's years down the road where there's a famine. And those brothers, those brothers who had long forgotten him, uh, they show up in Egypt and they want bread and they don't recognize Joseph, hmm. but he recognizes them. <laughs> and when they finally, when he reveals who he is to them, they're terrified. They think, okay, now Joseph is, he's powerful. and He is going to exact revenge upon them. And honestly, 
they had done terrible evil against him. I mean, they really deserved it. But here's what's amazing as Joseph looks into the eyes of these brothers. Here's where we hear the words from our verse, which is, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive. Wow, what a great explanation. So if you were going to unpack this verse to, let's say, a 10-year-old, phrase by phrase, what would you say? Can you walk us through it? You bet. There's two things important to recognize. First of all, it's not that he says to his brothers that what they did wasn't so bad Hmm, or that it didn't matter. And and honestly, that's what's really hard for us when someone does something that really hurts us, isn't it? I mean, right. we don't want to offer forgiveness because we think we don't want them to get off the hook. I mean, what they did was wrong. And <laughs> he doesn't lessen the evil that was done toward him when he looks at him in the eyes and he says, as for you, you meant evil against me. Right. So he clearly holds them responsible. But the thing is, he recognizes that there is a greater power at work than the evil intentions of his brothers. And that is the sovereign plan of his God. And that God has the power to use the worst things that happen to us, the worst evil perpetrated against us, hmm. and God has the power to actually use it for good to accomplish something good for us. And that's the case for Joseph. He's able to say, you meant evil against me to his brothers, but he sees God at work behind the scenes, underneath what happens, over what happens. Mm. And he says, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. And see what he's saying is, you know, God knew there'd be a famine and that this family uh, was going to be, need to be saved. In fact, the whole earth is going to be need to be saved from this famine. And we we read in Genesis in Genesis that the whole people from all over the earth are coming to Egypt to be fed. And so Joseph is able to say, "I see that God was doing something good. He was putting me in place so that I might pro- provide salvation for many people of the earth mm. and for even my own family. That God was in fact doing something good." Wow. Yeah, like someone has said, it's like God uses sin sinlessly. Mm-hmm. And that is just bedrock under our feet in, in our lives when hard things happen. So what does this verse motivate you to do? Well, this verse motivates me to, um, when I can get, I can get so uptight about somebody who does something hurtful to me, mm-hmm. um, right? Or the other thing that happens is, I can look at something terrible that happens in my life and think nothing good could ever come out of this. Mm. You know, like, because at this point in my life, I can't see how anything good would ever come out of it. And so this verse helps me to see, I don't see the whole picture. Wow. I can only see it from my very limited human perspective right now. And you see, I, I think there's something else about this champ is that when we look at this story, and here's Joseph saying, you meant evil against me, but God intended it for good. And we're trying to make sense of the evil hard things that happen in our life. It's not just Joseph we should look at, we should look at Jesus. Hmm. Because I think Jesus could say this very same thing, could he not? Right. Of the evil that was done against Jesus. He could look at the people who betrayed him, Hmm. who 
arrested him, who were cruel to him, who crucified him. And, and he could say to them, you intended evil against me, holding them responsible for their evil against him. And yet he too would be able to say, but God intended it for good, mm-hmm. for the saving of many lives. And, and that helps me, champ. It just helps me to believe that if God right. could cause something so good as the salvation of all who put their hope in Christ, if he could bring something as good as that out of something as evil as the crucifixion of the Son of God on the cross, mm. then I can believe that he could actually bring something good out of the worst things that happened in my life. And that gives me hope. Wow. So, Nancy, could you take a moment and just pray this verse for our listeners? Lord, I thank you for this verse, Genesis 50, 20, because it tells us that the worst things that happen in our lives, the things that we would have to label as evil, the things that are hurtful, harmful, unforgivable, Lord, we can look at those things and we can see you at work underneath them, behind them through them, and that your intentions for us are good. And we thank you for telling us what that good purpose is, which is that we would be conformed to the image of your son. And so we ask you to use anything and everything in our lives to make us more like Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.